0: hi everyone welcome back to my second episode of character development i promise you this time that i will be more entertaining my god i listened back to my episode from yesterday and i was like that i sound so boring and i promise i will get into the thick of it today we're coming in with probably like one of the biggest character developments in my life which I kind of hate admitting because it's based off someone else. But before I get into that, I just like want to do a quick aside for something that happened to me that's kind of crazy today. Basically, my most recent ex, I was in a group chat with him and all of his roommates. And um, basically, I was removed, added and removed to this group chat just to be sent like a clown emoji and it's just weird to me because like we're 22 and at first I was like should I be upset by this but then I kind of thought about it and I feel like it's more sad for that person because if that's like how they're getting their validation right by trying to like drain your energy or by taking something away from you then like that's more of a reflection of them than it is of like anything you've done and also like I know that like, me and my ex are on good terms, so that was the part that was really, like, confusing to me, and I even texted him, like, what's good, and we're good. It's still gonna be awkward, obviously, and, like, it's still a tough scenario, and it's still fresh, but it's also, like, okay, I don't know what we were gaining out of that, but I don't know. I just thought I had to tell that quick, like, aside, because so many people I feel like go through things where people are really petty, you know, just in general, as a population. And this was like a boy that did this to me. Notice how I said boy, and not man. But it's crazy to me how like, you know, people can still be like that. But you also have to keep in mind like, you know, if that's the only way that they can entertain themselves is by bringing you down, then you must be pretty freaking interesting to them. And like, you still hold something over to them. Or over them. Because if you are taking up that much space in their mind, that's a power. Like, honestly. So that's all I have to say on that. Now I will jump in to one of my biggest character-developed moments. Which happened within, I would say, within my freshman year. Going into my sophomore year, kind of. But it all revolved around (laughs) my high school ex-boyfriend, Which, for the purposes of this story, we'll call Leo, even though literally everyone who knows me knows who Leo is. But that's fine. So, Leo and I started dating, what was it, end of junior year? No. No. In senior year? Yeah. So, we started dating in senior year, and our anniversary was on New Year's Eve. Now, this is important to remember because it'll come up later. But basically, he asked me to be his girlfriend. We worked together for a while, and it was kind of one of those classic stories where I was actually the one who was chasing, and I also got friend-zoned by him, and then he kind of came and was like, no, I want to try things out with you, and then eventually we ended up dating, and this was 100% a first love situation. Like I was so... In love with him. Like before I even dated him, I think I was like in love with him. Like I loved the way we worked at like a childcare place. So I liked the way he acted around kids and like all of those classic things. So, you know, it was that puppy love, first love. And I don't know. I felt like at first, like Leo and I had a really good relationship. Like we saw each other a healthy amount and like we did homework together. We actually kind of started dating because he was literally tutoring me in econ. And Yeah, it actually did help. Like we did study and I did give a five get a five on those two APs, micro and macro. So I will say I did get something out of the relationship. (laughs) Um, but yeah, we started dating and it was really great at first. I really, really loved his friends, like honestly, some of the best people I've met. So sweet and like very welcoming, which can be kind of intimidating going into a group of guys. But also, like, the girls, too, were really nice to me, which, you know, sometimes that can be hard, too. Like, when you're coming into a new group with a bunch of people who don't know you, it can be hard to, like, have everyone warm up to you. But everyone was so warm and so welcoming, and that was, like, such a huge relief. I also, like, became kind of close... Oh, my God. Why am I, like, having speech issues? I need to slow down. I kind of became close with his sister as well. I really, really liked her and I felt like we had been through similar things in high school and she was just very sweet so all was well and I guess right before we went to college it became really tough because we didn't date I mean it was also hard we were like looking at the same schools he had better like SAT scores than me and was just like generally like a little bit smarter than me and I think that bothered me because I'm used to being like I don't know. I like being type A perfectionist and I'm not used to someone like trying to outshine me in that. And he was getting into a lot of the schools I really wanted to go to and he didn't decide to go to any of the ones that I thought he would. So we ended up in different areas. I ended up in Boston and he ended up in Pittsburgh. So we had that conversation of like, do we want to stay together? Like whatever. And of course I was completely in love with him. So I couldn't imagine breaking up just to break up and Honestly, like looking back, I don't know. I think it was good for me to ride it out because I think I would have been questioning, like, what if to this day if we hadn't. So I guess I don't regret, I don't regret any of it. But yeah, basically, we go to college and that move out day, like the day he was leaving for college, was the hardest day. Like, it was so difficult. He was crying. And now looking back, He was not crying for the same reasons I was. I was crying because I was going to miss him. And I loved being around him. And I loved our relationship. And he was crying because he had done so well in high school and was kind of like Mr. Perfect. That he was scared he wasn't going to be able to live up to the same things as he did in high school. And I'm not just like making that up. Like he did say that. But he was like having a breakdown. And I felt terrible because... I don't know. Seeing like guys cry sometimes can be really hard. And also I loved him, so <laughs> there was that too. Um but yeah, I remember crying the whole way home and yeah, fast forward, we move into college and immediately I was really struggling because there's that awkward dynamic. When you go into college, there's all of these new people and like all these people to meet and a lot of times it's hard to differentiate when college guys are hitting on you versus when they're not and like it can be awkward because I don't want to be the girl that says oh I have a boyfriend but I also don't want to have something happen where like they try to make a move and then it becomes more awkward so that started to give me like crazy social anxiety so I had a lot of trouble going out and one night I went out and I like kind of had one of those experiences where I felt so awkward everywhere I was going. And I kind of have social anxiety in general that like I was drinking more than I had ever drank. (laughs) And I thought I could handle it. I couldn't. Essentially, I had to go to the hospital, literally one of the worst nights of my life, genuinely. And so before I like do that, I should probably say one of Leo's friends that I was mutually friends with, ended up going to the same college as me. And that was another huge bonus, was because like I had someone that was a point of familiarity, but wasn't from my high school. Malcolm and Leo both didn't go to my high school, so I felt a lot better that I I wasn't bringing high school with me, but I still had someone. And that night, that was important to bring up because that night that I got sent to the hospital, he called my parents, like before the school did, he literally stayed up all night until I got back from the hospital like he made sure I was okay like he was always looking after me like kind of like a brother would just like in such a sweet genuine way like he was like a very very good friend and to this day I'm like so unbelievably grateful like that I had that kind of dynamic because I probably wouldn't have survived that night if not um But that night, sorry if it sounds like there's a weird cut, I accidentally said Leo's real name. Um, Not that it matters because everyone's going to know who Leo is if they know me, but whatever. So that night he texted Leo and he was like, hey, um, I just wanted to let you know that like you need like something happened about like with Taylor. You need to be up at this like when I text you, like you need to be ready like when I text you. And basically saying, like, an emergency happened, you know? And I go through all this, like, crazy stuff. Like, it was just awful. And it happened to be, like, when my roommate's boyfriend was visiting. And it just, it was terrible timing because I just kind of wanted to sit in my room and just be alone. Obviously, that's a hard thing to go through. Like, I was on scholarship. So many other factors. But we won't get into that. But basically, like, barely a text. Barely a call. Like, he didn't care at all. And that started to be the first like red flag. But as someone who is unbelievably in love and blinded, I just like refused to be like, I just was accepting all these faults. Like I was like, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. And even his friend Malcolm was like, are you sure you're cool with that? Like that he should have checked in on you more. Like I was doing more and I know I'm here, but like that's his role, you know? And I did kind of agree with him. So that was number one. Sucked. And as time went on in college, like especially that semester, he became more and more distant. Meanwhile, my roommate is on FaceTime with her boyfriend for six hours and he's like absolutely obsessed with her sending all this stuff. He was kind of unhealthy obsessed with her. But like, that's another story. But I just didn't know what real communication was supposed to be like. He was honestly my first like long-term relationship. And... So he was only texting me, like now I'm like, this is crazy. He was only texting me like sometimes, like twice a week, maybe. He was calling me like once a month. Now, for someone who's in a long distance relationship, you need a lot more contact than that to keep it alive. And like now, I definitely know that. So it became increasingly hard to just like, because at least if you can't call me, I get it. We're all busy. But, like, at least be like, hey, this is why. Like, there was never any of that. And I'm also a words of affirmation, love language person. So, if I don't hear from you, like, I'm not doing well. And needless to say, I wasn't doing well. Like, I was letting this relationship control my life. I didn't really want to go out because I was afraid of that dynamic with guys. I was also, like, afraid of drinking too much after that one night. And I just, like... Got to the point where I was so in my head That I didn't have a social life I wasn't doing that great in school Even though I was spending a lot of time studying But I just wasn't focused So fast forward to winter break We come back and I'm like Okay I need to have like a conversation But you know I see him like once Before and you know winter break is long So like from the point of like what December... First or whatever, whenever you get back. It's, like, early, though. Or maybe it's, like, December 16th. I don't know, whatever. I just didn't see him until, like, New Year's Eve. And this was annoying me a little bit because I was friends with most of his friends, and he was seeing his friends, like, every single night, which I'm so down for having a boys' night. Like, I get it. I do not need to be involved in that. But it was also weird because his friends would, like, FaceTime me and be like, where are you, like, coming out with us? And I was like, well, that's weird that my own boyfriend doesn't want me there because that was clearly a lot of the reason. So fast forward to New Year's Eve, that's our anniversary. So we were planning on actually going to Malcolm's house, like in our hometown and hanging out and like, you know, like drinking with all of our friends and all of that. And when that day finally came, it was like probably 3pm. Now, mind you, it's our anniversary. So like, For us to just go to like a friend gathering kind of seems messed up, but whatever. It was our anniversary and he decided that he wanted to go to a game and told me about it, I don't know, maybe like an hour or two before they had to leave and basically it kind of wasn't an invite on my end. He's like, I don't think from what I remember and the game was like far away. I think it was like an hour away. And I was like, so what time are you going to be back, right? Because, like, that's not fair to me. Like, this is New Year's Eve. And I I think they ended up going, and I think they came back late. And I could – I definitely need to fact-check there, but I'm pretty sure that's what happened. But whatever. I was trying to let it slide again, like like his friends. And his sister was there, and, like, I love being around her. And – that was really nice and I was just trying to have a nice night until like you get a few alcoholic beverages in you and that's when I just started to get like angry with him like it was just all this like pent-up anger that I was just like, trying to hold in And he could tell that like I was trying not to like get upset in front of like everyone and he's like what's going on like talk to me whatever and basically I just was like I broke down crying and I'll never forget that I was like I just need more from you like this is our anniversary like I want to feel, like, loved and cared about and, like, all this stuff. Looking back, I kind of feel like an idiot for that, but whatever. Because I believed him. I believed him when he said, I'll change, I'll change, I'll make it better. I know you deserve more. Like, all this stuff. You know? And it's hard because you want to believe someone when you're so in love with them. You want to believe that they're going to change for you. And, like, I should have known that he was never going to change. But... I go back to school and things start to get a little bit better. He sends me, like, one letter. That's, like, I guess, like, a love letter or something. And it was, like, fine. And also, I, like, forgot to mention, like, for, like, our anniversary and Christmas, I got him, like, all of these, like, super awesome gifts. And he got me, like, literally a $20 bracelet and, like, a fake ink box tattoo because he didn't want me to get a real one now that kind of pissed me off because first of all one of those gifts is like a backhanded like don't get a tattoo and the second one was like it wasn't personal to me at all it was gold I always wear silver and like I don't care if the gifts are cheap at all I'm not that kind of girl like I don't care but like put a little thought into it right Like, that just frustrated me, but whatever. So we get back to school. He writes me this letter. It's, like, kind of half-assed, but I was, like, okay, at least he's trying. And then the cycle starts again. And I'm not getting, like, anything from him. Like, no text, no call. Like, it's just nothing. Again. And I'm, like, I just can't keep doing this shit. Like, it's so exhausting. Now, mind you, at that point, he had visited me in the first semester of my freshman year and I was planning on seeing him second semester so I had already booked my flight non-refundable to go see him and like I was trying to like figure out all these plans also like I was going to visit him and I was trying to make all these plans but whatever so I'm trying to make all these plans but then I'm like starting to feel more and more anxious as it's coming up because I'm like well he's not really talking to me like should I feel weird about going He also kept mentioning this girl he was friends with in a way that made me kind of uncomfortable. Like, he's like, Oh, I had to pretend to be her boyfriend the other night, like, to stop a guy from hitting on her. And it's like, Did you have to, though? Like, did you have to? Because, like, I wouldn't. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't pretend to be someone's girlfriend to, like, fend off another girl. It was just a whole weird situation. And I was like, If you're in a relationship, men, if any men would ever listen to this, don't do that because i think it's so disrespectful you if you're a 6'2 male there's absolutely no reason why you can't just use e- like yourself and say that you're the f- a friend and she's not interested that's all you gotta say so whatever he eventually i'm going to all my friends and i'm like a wreck and they're like we hate seeing you like this you need to do something about this so finally i man up and i facetime him And he answers it all like, oh, like, hey, what's going on? And I'm like, Leo, like, are you alone? And he's like, uh, no. And so I'm like, well, get to somewhere where you can be alone. And like, this is the first time I'm ever speaking up for myself. Meanwhile, I'm shaking, but I'm sounding super aggressive. And I'm like, to this day, I'm proud of myself for this because this was just simply not my personality at this point. But I was like, I just feel like I'm putting in all the effort in this relationship And you're not putting anything, and I deserve more. And I feel like I love you more than you love me. And you know what he said? (laughs) I think you're right. Meanwhile, my roommate is literally in the room for moral support as I'm bawling my eyes out. And, like, he starts crying, whatever. And, like, we just, like, basically cry into the phone without saying anything. He doesn't even try to make it better, honestly. He just cries into the phone, And then after, like, 30 minutes, I'm, like, okay, bye. Like, literally, I think we hung up. Like, just, I just was, like, okay, I can't handle this anymore. Bye. And that was it. And I do remember that night. I, like, literally raided all my friends' rooms for alcohol. I was, like, I just, like, need to get drunk tonight. And, like, I got drunk. And, of course, like, I texted him, like, one thing. Like, I didn't want it to end this way. He never texted me back. And... I'm proud of myself because that was the one and only time I texted him post-breakup. I never texted him again because I told myself I'm going to be strong. I'm going to make like a positive thing out of this. And I did. Like, to be honest, my entire personality changed. I started to realize by like processing it correctly, I was like, oh, this was actually a super unhealthy relationship. He not that he's a bad person at all. Like, I wish literally no ill will on this person because Leo's a good guy. Um, But he just wasn't the guy for me, I guess. But it just made me realize so many things. And I'm honestly so grateful for having that relationship because I started to live out freshman year and things were so great. And like, I started to understand my worth and my value and that I needed someone who was gonna have like really good communication. And I learned about all of the things so early on. I feel like most people don't learn that lesson until they're like well into their like mid to late 20s. And I'm glad that I learned that so early on. Like I think I really took back my own power. And I guess like there's so many more places I could go from just this one story because that kind of takes me through like the rest of my college years. But to continue on the same person i guess or the same like storyline it was so crazy it was almost a year after that went down and life was obviously like way different like COVID hit it felt like we had lived three years in one whatever Uh, like at that point i was like so i had finally felt like i moved on which can take a while especially with your like first love it's hard to be like oh i really don't love this person anymore like i wouldn't take them back if they ask me to now you know and I finally felt like I got to that place and like right as that happened I swear to you it was like he texted me and my heart literally flew out the window Um, but it kind of was one of those texts that I don't know if he was trying to make me feel better but man that made me feel so good because he was like I can clearly see you're thriving on Instagram like You're doing so well. It was one of those things that, like, I kept saying to myself. So to have it, like, confirmed, you know, that was really great. But I will say sometimes it takes another person to make you – and I hate saying that, but I think it is just the reality for some people that it does take, like, a really shitty experience or person or whatever. And I do not think he's a shitty person. Let me just reiterate that. I don't think that – But I think, like, the situation wasn't right. Like, we were not right for each other. But I think that whole situation and, like, the brutal breakup made me realize, like, who I really wanted to be, you know, and who I was. And I'm so incredibly proud of myself for growing out of that, for acknowledging my worth, for leaning on my friends, and for literally not texting him. Girls, if I can say one thing, if you get dumped and you want to really feel good, it's not going to feel good to send a bunch of blue bubbles. I'm telling you it won't. What will make you feel good is when they text you a year later telling you that you're thriving. (laughs) Um, And that wasn't to say I was on some crazy power trip, but I will say, I mean, how does that not feel good when it's the ex that dumped you that you were super obsessed with at the time? So yeah, I guess that's my story of the day. Um, I hope this was more interesting than my first episode. My gosh. And I also hope I literally, this is my second time filming this today because, or recording this because the first time was so schizophrenic that I hope, like clearly I've had too much caffeine today. It's literally 8 p.m. and I'm talking like this, but I hope that this made a little more sense, but yeah. Yeah um, I love you, thank you for, wow, I said that, like, so intensely, instead of, like, love ya, it was, like, I love you, love ya, thank you for listening, and I'll see you in the next one, bye!